0: Hi, and welcome to the Read, Play, Talk podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Paris,
1: and I'm your other host, Jack Love.
0: This podcast is a resource for all things relating to Mesquite ISD's Read, Play, Talk initiative. We hope that through this podcast, our listeners will be encouraged to read, play, and talk with their children every day. On this episode, we'll take a look at our Read, Play, Talk community partnerships, how they work, and how your business or organization can be involved with the initiative. And since we have Jack Love here with us, we'll talk specifically about our partnership with Townie Small.
1: Okay. So like you said, we thought we'd talk about some of our community partners today and how they can make a difference in Read Talk.
0: You know, when Read Talk started, and I've said this before, it was never meant to be confined within the school district. We do have an incredible team of teachers and instructors that have developed a curriculum to get our kids reading on grade level by third grade. And so we're doing a great job in the schools but hand in hand with that, we have to be out in the community as well. So maybe first you want to talk about the school side of Read Play Talk a little bit about what we're doing. and then Yeah, yeah let's
1: do that. So, I mean, at the end of the day, right, they've got it taken care of. They're pretty yeah. solid. They know what they're doing. They, they went to school for this stuff. But I think it'd be advantageous for our listeners to know what what's going on in the school district so yeah. they can find out exactly how big Read Play Talk is within the schools. I hope they hear about Replay talk around the community, but what's the school doing? And then we'll jump into some stuff. that. Yeah,
0: so I'm hopeful to have someone from our school team be on our podcast in a future episode because they obviously have way more knowledge in this subject than I do, but I can give like a quick synopsis on what they do. So we basically have teachers and we have coaches of teachers who will go in and look at the way that curriculum is taught in the classroom and find ways to make it better, whether that's through assessments and read-alouds and all kinds of different things. Mosquito ISD has also started offering a pre-K program that you have to qualify to be included in, and that's, you know, based on Kind of the same criteria for free and reduced lunch. It can be like a bilingual family or low-income, military families, all kinds of things. So hopefully we can reach kids who are in those low-income situations, and we can grab them and start them in a pre-K-3 program. So that gives them two years of education that they normally would not receive because their family wouldn't be able to pay for it out of pocket. And actually this year at Floyd Elementary, we're offering our first full day pre-K program. Most of our pre-K programs are just half day. So hopefully as we get more funding, we'll be able to do more full day pre-K. So that's a little bit about the school. Like I said, I don't have a ton of knowledge in it. I'm hoping we can have someone on our podcast in a future episode to give us some more insight.
1: Awesome. But, you know, with that, they do a lot of cool things that people don't even realize that that relate to Read, Play, Talk. I've heard stories around the district of all kinds of different things, like a bus driver who put words up above the bus so when they get on, they can read while they're riding on the bus and learn and do all those types of things. So there's so many things that are going on that tie into Read, Play, Talk every day that the school's doing that would blow, I think, our minds.
0: Definitely. Our schools put on literacy nights all throughout the school year. I think most schools try to do one in the fall and one in the spring, and most of them are called like read, play, talk nights. And they invite the parents of their kids and their kids. It's a family-friendly event to come in. They have activities set up all over their school. They get the teachers involved. And I think it's great. I think it's a great way for parents to feel comfortable to come into their kids' schools. But it's also educational. They're learning ways to read, play, and talk at home.
1: Yeah, which is really important, right? Yes. The read, the play, the talk at home is just is, is super important. And I think our main charge really is to get businesses to help figure out how to encourage parents to read, play, and talk or have that business read, play, or talk to a child. Yeah. It, right?
0: I think that blows a lot of people's minds because, like, when I go and talk to a business about read, play, talk, they think, well, you're a part of the school district. Like, how, how do I come into play with that? Like what benefit could my business have with something that the school district is doing? And my answer is always, you could have a huge effect on yeah. on what mosquito ISD is trying to do.
1: Yeah, it's really not difficult to have a, a, a simple simple effect or huge effect, for that matter, on the Replay Talk initiative here in here in town. Yes, I think. Yeah, maybe I could be wrong. I've You're not so wrong. wrong. I'm, I'm usually not. Wrong. I was wrong <laughs> once, but it turns One time. out I was I was mistaken. You were actually right. <laughs> Anyway, so why don't we, um, with that, because that's a good transition, we can move, maybe talk about some of our community partners. Yeah. And then after we we delve into those guys, let's talk a little bit about them all.
0: Okay, that sounds good. What I really appreciate about our Read, Play, Talk partnerships is that none of them look the same. Like I don't go in with a cookie cutter form and say, you have to do this in order to be a Read, Play, Talk partner. A lot of our businesses will put like reading areas into their waiting rooms. I have some... Partners, they want to go into the schools. And so I get them connected to a school that's close to their business and they go in and they read to classrooms. They partner with the librarians. We have some that contribute to our story times at Townie Small, which we'll talk about in a bit. We have some partners that are just very faithful to donate books to us all the time, which is incredible because we're asked to go to so many events for Read Play Talk and we love to be able to give books. But Books cost money and it's expensive. So when they're donated to us, it alleviates a huge pressure.
1: I always think it's super duper important to point out that reading is important, but the playing and talking are important too. You don't need books to do that. I think a lot of time because read is first and reading is so important that people forget about the importance of playing and talking. So I just want to jump in there and say, you know what? It is nice to have books, but for the read, play, talk initiative, not super overly important.
0: Yeah. Uh, So ASI is one of our like really big partners. They were partners with us from the get-go. And if you look at their business model, you know, like reading doesn't really fall into a lot of what they do. Like they're much more active and on their feet, but they always come to our Read Play Talk Fair every March. And I love that because it shows parents simple activities that they can do at home with their kids to play. Like they're not bringing their super tall balance beams or their bars, like they're not doing anything dangerous with their kids, but they're just yeah. engaging and playing with them, which like you said, is just as important as reading to your kids. Yeah.
1: And oftentimes people don't realize they're talking to their kids while they're playing with them anyway. Exactly. So you kind of kill two birds with one.
0: Yeah. Bird.
1: Yeah. ASI is a huge help to us in our replay talk fair, and they do such good things all around the community, not just replay talk. So we want to maybe give them a nice little shout out.
0: We love ASI.
1: So, do we have one with Celebration Station?
0: Yeah, they do a reading program that We talked about them last time maybe. We did talk about them, but they're great. They're always so supportive in the community too. So we're we're grateful to have their support. We have Trophy Nissan. They're a huge one. We can talk about this in a little bit too, but when when I go in to talk to these partners, we don't ask them to make a huge investment on, you know what they're doing like if they want to put a reading area in, like I said we get books donated to us all the time, so I'm able to like help them with that, but Trophy Nissan they actually converted a whole sales room into like a read, play, talk room. So they've got puzzles and books and our logo is big on the wall. So they, they did put some money into theirs, which is great. Like we appreciate that so much, but I don't ask partners to yeah. invest a lot of money you, in it. You
1: know what I, I found when we talk talked to a lot of partners is A, they're excited about it because it's such an easy initiative, but as they jump into it, they don't mind spending money. They're yes. like excited. They're like, oh, we can do this. We yes. can do this. And the money just kind of flows in on the backside without any thought. I don't think they go in planning to spend money, but they don't leave upset that they spent it. Does that yeah. make any sense at all?
0: It makes total sense. I think that, you know, they hear about it. Everyone can get on board with read, play, talk. I think it's, it's just really easy to get excited about. But I think once you're in it and you maybe start to see the effects that read play talk is having on the community it's just natural for people to say i want to be more involved with this like i want to do more absolutely so spending the money isn't that big of a deal to them yeah
1: and i think i've learned in this like the best way to raise money is not ask for money and it's not really money that we take in it's just money that's spent towards the cause that we're trying to advocate for so it's kind of cool to me the things that have happened with replay talk dallas regional medical center they're doing yes. something right with their emergency room?
0: Yeah, we have um, worked with them. Our graphic designer has designed this incredible area for their waiting area. It's going to be really cool. And they are going to be spending a lot of money on it. But it's something that that they wanted to do. They really see the value of Read Play Talk. They value our partnership with us specifically and with the school district in general. And so to them it's worth it to spend that money and i appreciate i mean it's great publicity for our initiative and a great reminder for parents wherever they go when they see read play talk it's a quick reminder of yes i need to read play and talk every day with my child
1: that and i think it checks off some pretty big boxes for Dallas regional right if you're in an emergency room and you've got your children with you what do you do yeah i mean i've been there sometimes it can take a while yeah you know sometimes more important
0: more like critical injuries, conditions, critical yes. Care mm-hmm. comes
1: up and, and so you kinda get bumped back in the line, maybe not purposefully, but you know, what do you do with your kids then? Well, read, play, talk with them. Oh, you know, maybe we've maybe we've made it easier for our yeah, our customer, for lack of a better word, to enjoy or lessen the pain of the visit.
0: Yeah, our our graphic designer did a great job about making this space interactive. Like a lot of spacious she designs, they're like really pretty and yeah. they you know, they catch your eye, but she just did a really great job with this space. Like we have Like decals that will go on the floor, and it prompts kids hop like a frog, you know, just like things to do instead of it just being pretty. It's actually interactive. We have things on the wall with the alphabet and sight words and just inspirational quotes that will encourage parents to interact with their kids.
1: Which all that brings up a good point is that the school district has resources that we can help with ideas and maybe designing things. If you wanna get involved, you're like, I don't know what to do we got you covered. We'll come up with something.
0: Definitely. Or
1: better yet, if you have your idea, we're likely not going to say no. My point is it's so limitless.
0: Dallas Regional is a great example of someone who's like truly investing lots of money. But like I said earlier, we're not asking businesses to do that. Mm -hmm. And you kind of touched on it. The school district has so many resources. I have so many read, play, talk materials in my office. We have a magazine that comes out quarterly that I deliver to our partners so that they're able to hand that out to their customers. We've got bookmarks and brochures. I mean, all kinds of things. So if you're a business and you're thinking, I want to be involved, but I don't have thousands and thousands of dollars to invest in a play area or whatever, that's fine. We want you as a partner just as much as we want some of these larger businesses.
1: And we have those partners too. You just go into school and read. You know, you go in as as a representative of your business, and little Johnny goes home and says, hey, guess what? Such Mm -hmm. and such from this business came in to read to us today. It was so awesome. We had such a good time. Yeah. Guess what? Mom and dad, remember, Joe Q helped their kids out. and They're likely to go to their business. I mean, it it just kind of pays itself back.
0: It really does. Have you met Dr. Kubo yet? He's a chiropractor. He's he's awesome. But he came up to me at a chamber event several months ago and was like, I want to be involved. But he's got a small office space, and he does a lot of home call visits. And so he's like, I think the best way I could support this initiative is going to the schools. So I got him into contact with the librarian at Moss. And he went in and he was wearing his scrubs, which is like instantly a hit for kids if you have like any kind of uniform on. And he read this really interact or he made a book uh, called like the wonky donkey or something and it's not normally an interactive book but he turned it into something yeah. and the librarian was just going on and on to me about how much the kids loved it and how you know they went home saying we had a doctor come read to us today yeah, yeah. it makes a huge impact on these kids yeah and he did
1: our read play talk fair if i recall and he had yes. the coolest game he had like a cornhole board yeah with but it's spine. like a spine that was really cool yeah so he's very creative and and he's a small business that just started that's looking to grow understands it's important to be a part of the community and, and has jumped in.
0: Yes, I mean, we love Dr. Kubo. Needs.
1: Chiropractic needs, he can crack your back. And,
0: and, uh, <laughs> He's got your back. That's his slogan. <laughs> That's right, He's like, is. I got, got I got back. your back.
1: Who else we got out there? Well, He's let's on. talk to you. Okay,
0: I want to talk about the mall because if you've ever spent much time in Mesquite and been to Town Small, Mall, it's hard to miss the play area. So let's talk to the person who maybe has like not been in. So you've got this play area downstairs at your mall. That was redone how many years ago?
1: So, we installed a new play area in November of 2017.
0: I remember your old play area. Ooh. Was a hot mess. <laughs> so, I would bring my kids there, and I remember like the red convertible car, and my kids would drive it or whatever. So, there wasn't really like a theme to that play area, right? Was it just kind of like nature
1: I think we had a Ray Hubbard, Lake Ray Hubbard Bridge, and there was a little river thing that ran through it, but it wasn't, there was a, decent theme, but it wasn't themed like we have now.
0: Okay. So that was the old play area. Now your play area is read play talk themed. Tell me how that came about, how that conversation started to even direct y'all in that way.
1: By the way, we made it bigger and wider. So it's really, it's even better. But I was listening to Dr. Bruneland talk. He was introducing this initiative at a Chamber of Commerce event. And I was listening to it and and I just got mesmerized by the thought of it. It seemed so simple to me. And I knew I needed a new play area. But I honestly didn't know how to make it happen because they're not super inexpensive. But the play area that we had had been there for, geez, probably 10, 15 years. Those things take a lot of abuse. Right. From a stinky foot standpoint to kids who spill things. Try to limit that. But the fact is, it just takes a lot of abuse. And so after 15 years, it was time for a new one. So I didn't know how to make that happen. But I heard this idea and I was like, play area, read, play, talk. Mm -hmm. how How can I make that happen? I got to thinking and I went to Dr. Bruno and I said, what are your thoughts about partnering to make a replay talk play area? And he was on board. I, mean,
0: I Well, of course doing, he was, Yeah, <laughs>
1: obviously. but, but I went to him because I, you know, I said, I, I'm willing to make a financial commitment if you're willing to make a financial commitment. And he said, yeah, you know, but this is a community right. initiative. Why don't, you know, make, how do we get the community involved? And so I went to the city and I said, you know, I've got the school board on board if you're on board and I'm on board. And if we all chip in, we can make right. a really cool replay talk, play area on this huge initiative that Dr. Greenland's rolling out. It doesn't require necessarily a financial commitment from anybody, but, but it's something that we need and something that we are willing to invest in if we can make the partnership happen. Right. And so one thing right. led to another. We've got a phenomenal city leadership, whether people recognize that or not. Sometimes it's out there, I promise. Yeah. They stepped up right away and figured out how they could become partners with us. And so one thing led to another. And next thing you know, we've got an enormous read, play, talk, play area. Really, really cool. And it's sectioned. We designed it in a read, play area, and a talk area. And all of the factoids that are in there are designed to enforce whichever area that you're in. Read area has got an area where we have guest readers, which I know we're going to talk about, that can come in and read to kids when they can sit in kind of a stadium seating type feel. The play area has just got play elements in it. And then the talk area has got these really cool talk tubes that you can talk, like if you think it's string cans, When you were little, they've got tubes, so you can talk in one tube, and somebody across the play area can hear it from the other side. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, if you have not been to the play area at Townie Small, you really need to. The design of it is incredible. My favorite part of your play area is in the play section where you've got, like, the little tykes stacking rings, Mm -hmm. and they're turned on their side, right? So kids can climb on them. I just think it's so creative. Yeah, and
1: I don't know if you've ever noticed, but they spell out play on the (gasps) side. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. So the book, so there's a big book down in the read section.
0: Yes. That says read on it. Right.
1: And then the play area, the, the play toys say play on those big blocks when they're turned on their side if you look. And then the talk, the pond says talk and it sees frogs talking back.
0: How have I missed that? I don't know. I have been there so many times.
1: Yeah. So, you know, when we met with the designers, we told them what Replay Talk was and what we were, what we kind of had envisioned and they came to us. We didn't change a thing.
0: Yeah. You just loved it. it.
1: Pretty cool. Yeah. We, I mean, the only thing we changed was the colors.
0: Cool. Well, it's a great space. And you don't just leave it unattended. You host story times there twice a month. We do with you right? guys. Yes, we've partnered with y'all. So we have story times every second and fourth Wednesday of the month at eleven o'clock. Yep. So maybe tell me like quickly how those story times came about. Like why did you want to offer story times in that area?
1: Well, it is a read play talk area, right? And we designed it with a thought in mind that we wanted to reinforce all three things. They're already there playing. I purposefully put in the stadium seating idea. I don't I don't like to take tons of credit for things, but it was really wanted incorporated into the play area because I wanted kids to be able to sit down and have a story, partly because it just provides something for the parents to do. Maybe while their kids are playing, we can grab them and we can reinforce replay talk yeah. um, and show them that you don't have to read consumer reports and the Wall Street Journal. Bob the Builder does just fine. Right. So, you know, we've had Senator Bob Hall, a representative from his office, come in and read. Mm-hmm. We've had Janet Lonza with Legal Shield.
0: Skeet Parks and Rec.
1: We've got all kinds of different people and reading simple stories and doing really cool things like Senator Bob Hall's representative at a puppet show.
0: She's and a ventriloquist. So she's a
1: ventriloquist. And the parks people brought it Yeah, they brought a little puppet.
0: Fun. They're providing crafts. It's really cool. We just kind of started that in the summer, opening it up to our community partners, especially the ones that are like, I want to do more, but I don't know how to do more. Okay. And so I've said, okay, we have these story times twice a month if you want to sponsor, I guess, if you want to call a story time. It doesn't cost them any money to sponsor it. But that way, if they want to provide a craft or if they want to pick out the books that they want to read, they can be as involved as little or as much as they would like to in that.
1: We initially wanted to do just the reading, which was fun. And then I don't know how it came about, but now we can kind of offer every other week Mm -hmm. some sort of craft flag day. They decorated flags. We've decorated cookies, Mm
0: -hmm, decorated cupcakes, all kinds of things. Um, So we are trying to make them more interactive, more enticing for people to come to. And
1: we have a regular showing. I
0: mean, yeah, show we do. Time, kind of I'm cool. proud of that.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll have to see um, now that school's back, which ones of those kids will will be back. But yeah, sure. Just, a lot of them will because they're, they're mostly younger.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But if you haven't come to one of our story times, you should come every second and fourth Wednesday at 11 o'clock at the play area, which is downstairs by Sears.
1: we have a candy store right across the
0: even better So you
1: can get your kids all jacked up on sugar and then throw them in the play area
0: perfect perfect it's like every parent's dream to do that
1: good well this has been fun it has
0: been fun yeah
1: discussed a lot of things today but most importantly we discussed how small businesses and even large businesses
0: there's no limits if you have a business we can get you involved
1: let's just call it business
0: yeah if you have a business yeah any size Thank you for listening to our episode today. Be sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at ReadPlayTalk and follow us on Twitter at Read Play Talk TX. If you're interested in becoming a Read Play Talk community partner, please contact me, Lindsay Paris, at the Mesquite ISD Read Play Talk office or you can contact Jack Love at Townie Small.